Hey there, fantasy owners. Welcome to LTC Fantasy. Not sure if you're watching via YouTube or listening via podcast, but appreciate the listen nonetheless. Uh, yeah, we're going to get into our team reviews. Today we're going to look at the Boston Bruins. Before we get into what we do, just like to thank John Klingberg. I just finished the Anaheim review and two days later you sign with him. You dirty bugger there. Uh, so anyways, we do these team reviews because free agency is pretty much done except for Klingberg. Caudry's still out there. But uh, for the most part, rosters are set because we're kind of in the dog days of summer there where it's uh, arbitration hearings, etc. So there might be a minor tweak here and there. But the big names that we usually rely on fantasy-wise pretty much found a home already. So we'll take a look at the different goalies, defensemen, and forwards, kind of gauge their fantasy values, see where they fit in on specialty teams, etc. And other than that, well, let's get right into it then, will we? So the Boston Bruins, their goaltending tandem, same as last year, Jeremy Swayman and Linus Olmark. They really split the crease last year, as you'll see. Swayman, he's 23 years old. He played in 41 games, so exactly half. He was 23-14-3. He had three shutouts, which is really nice. 2.41 goals against average and 9.14 save percentage. Uh, Linus Olmark, he's 28, so older. He also played 41 games. He was 26-10-2 with one shutout, 2.45 goals against average, so almost identical goals against, 9.17 save percentage, a little bit better, but basically the same. With both of them signed, there's really, it's probably going to be a tandem or ride the hot hand situation there. They're both good goalies. Uh, if I'm drafting, I'm probably drafting one of them just to have as like a third goalie because they're only going to play every second game unless one of them gets injured, etc. Or I look at streaming them, but more than likely they're probably going to be owned. So if you're later on in the draft and you need a third goalie, Boston's a good place to go, depending what happens with their depth and forwards, but we'll get into that in a little bit here. Uh, defensemen, their top pairing is Hampus Lindholm and Charlie McAvoy. Lindholm came over from Anaheim. Klingberg's his replacement. Yeah, that kind of bites my ass a little bit that he signs right after I did the episode. But anyways, Lindholm. He's on the top pairing. Should be on the second PP and second PK. He's 28 years old, so he's right in his prime there. Last year he had 71 games played, 5 goals, 22 assists for 27 points. 5 of them on the power play. 70 hits, 92 blocks, and 142 shots on goal. I do see him, since he should be getting top pairing minutes, his offense being up a little bit. Is he a regular roster player? No, probably more streaming. And with the lack of production last year, he probably doesn't get drafted in a lot of leagues, to be honest with you. But somebody to keep an eye on, because he was kind of buried by uh, Fowler and the emergence of Drysdale over in Anaheim. So, and he did sign that contract, so I do see him being a relevant player, just maybe not weekly relevant. Charlie McAvoy, now that's a player you want on your roster if you can get him. Should also play first power play, second PK. He's only 24 years old. Had a really nice season last year. 78 games played, 10 goals, 48 assists for, or 46 assists, sorry, for 56 points. 21 on the power play. So if that's weighted in your league, definitely somebody to consider. 
155 hits, 130 blocks, and 166 shots on goal. So if you got a league that really counts with lots of stats, he's definitely valuable for you. Obviously not quite like Hedman kind of relevant, but he's right up there. Like, yeah, he's leads his team in most stats for defensemen, and those are kind of hard to come by. So he'll really help your roster, especially in a league that counts many different stats there. Second pairing is Matt Gerzelsic and Brandon Carlo. Now, Gerzelsic, he should also get second power play time. He's also 28 years old, so right in his prime, same as Lindholm. Last year, 73 games played, 4 goals, 20 assists for 24 points. Really close to Lindholm stats, actually. 5 power play points, the same. 40 hits, 83 blocks, and 118 shots on goal. Realistically, he was a decent streaming option at certain points in the season. He was really streaky there. Uh, with Lindholm coming over, I honestly can see Lindholm getting some power play time too, so Grzelcik might have lost a little bit of fantasy relevance, the little bit that he did have, but still a nice piece in case of injury, somebody to keep your eye on there. Next one's Brandon Carlo. He should be on the first PK unit. He's 25 years old. Last year, 79 games played, 6 goals, 9 assists for 15 points. One power play point, so not a lot of production there. Where he does shine is 143 hits and 104 blocks. So if you're in a banger league, that might be... Or if you're in a roto league where you got good cushion on points and need some hits or blocks, that's somebody to look at. And he also put up 125 shots on goal. Third pairing is Derek Forbert and Connor Clifton. Not a whole bunch of relevance there, but... Forbert, he play, should be on the first PK, 30 years old. Last year, 76 games played, 4 goals, 10 assists for 14 points. Threw 133 hits, 100 blocks. Really similar to Carlo's numbers, except Carlo does shoot the puck quite a bit more. 64 shots on goal. Connor Clifton, to be honest, he's just listed on the third pairing. Leave him alone in your draft, but he's 27 years old. 60 games played, 2 goals, 8 assists for 10 points, 156 hits, so nice hit total, but doesn't really give you much else. 62 blocks, 80 shots on goal. When you go into forwards, a little bit of a mixed bag. We're going to go by the four lines listed on daily face-off, because those are the players that are signed, including RFAs that aren't signed, but no UFAs. But there's a lot of probability that Bergeron and Kretschy do come back. So we'll talk about them first. We'll call them the mystery men because until they're signed, you're not really sure. Kretschy's a little bit further fetched than Bergeron. But Kretschy is 36 years old. Last year, he got 46 points in 51 games played in the Czech League, which are almost identical to his stats two years ago when he played in the NHL. He had 44 points in 51 games. If he does get signed, he was the second-line center before I think with the trade for Zaka, though, he probably falls, given his age, probably falls to a third-line center role. Doesn't mean he won't be fantasy relevant, just not as relevant given his age in that. On the other hand, Patrice Bergeron, he's 37 years old. Last year, he had 73 games played, 25 goals, 40 assists for 65 points. So almost a point per game. You're used to seeing him getting a few more goals there, but still a nice point total. If he does sign... 
he should be a shoe-in for the first-line center role between Marchand and uh, Pasternak there. And he might might slip to the second power play unit, but more than likely stays on the first PP unit. What does that mean for the first line? Well, it affects Jack Stadnicka. Uh, speaking of the first line, it's Marchand, Stadnicka, and Pasternak. Now, Marchand, he should also be first power play, first PK unit. Mind you, he is going to be out till late November with the hip surgery there. He is 34 years old. Uh, last season, 70 games played, 32 goals, 48 assists for 80 points. So really nice totals. Uh, 27 power play points, 78 hits, 20 blocks, 242 shots on goal. So this is where in the draft, where do you draft him? Because if he wasn't injured, probably draft him a lot higher. But it is somebody that you could draft in the early to mid rounds and place him on your IR and pick somebody up right after. Kind of snake him like a lot of people did with Kucherov last year, etc. So that's something to keep your eye on. Now, Jack Stagnicka, he's 23 years old. Last year, 15 games played, not really fantasy relevant. Zero goals, three assists, three points, 17 hits, five blocks, 21 shots on goal. If Bergeron does sign, he's probably getting sent back down, so I'd keep an eye on that. Not sure if he is waiver eligible or not. But uh, to be honest, I'd leave him alone. Last one's David Pasternak. Of course, you want him on your roster. You should be on the first power play unit. He's only 26 years old. Last year he had 72 games played, 40 goals, 37 assists for 77 points. Now that's with a really cold start if you guys remember there. He was quite slow to start and then he got scorching hot. Uh, 26 of his points were on the power play, 63 hits. So okay amount of hits for an offensive player. 14 blocks, definitely not getting in front of the puck. Probably because he's always trying to get it off his stick. 312 shots on goal there. So definitely add some value if shots are counted in your league. Second line is Taylor Hall, Pavel Zaka, and Jake DeBrusque. Now the first one, Taylor Hall, should be on the top power play unit. Turned 30 now. He's 30 years old there. 81 games played, 20 goals. So 20 goal season, 41 assists, 61 points. Decent point total for him. 15 power play points, 55 hits, 36 blocks, 217 shots on goal. So got a nice amount of shots on goal there. With the first unit power play time, you're definitely going to see some uh, power play production from him, especially with Marchand and Pasternak up there. Uh, next one's Pavel Zaka. Came over from the trade for Halla, New Jersey there. Should be on the second power play unit. He's 25 years old, so quite a bit younger than Halla. 70 games played, he had 15 goals, 21 assists for 36 points. 8 power play points, 80 hits, 18 blocks, and 140 shots on goal. This is one I'd keep an eye on on how they're uh, lining up in preseason there. Because Zaka, he played a lot of third line, sometimes even fourth line. Once in a while, stuck up into the top six with New Jersey. So his production's a lot lower, 36 points in 70 games. But I could see them, could see him really improving on that, especially with his line mates of DeBrusque and Hall, better team getting some power play time, etc. in Boston there. Last one is Jake DeBrusque off the second line. He should also be on that second power play unit, second PK unit. He's 25 years old. Last year, 
77 goals, or 77 games played, sorry. 25 goals, 17 assists for 42 points. Four on the power play. Threw 62 hits, 25 blocks, so not a lot of value there. But 184 shots on goal. Thing to keep in mind with DeBrusque, most of his production last year was when he was put up on that top line. So how is he going to rebound this year? Yeah, he did sign that extension. He uh, took back his trade request there. So if he stays in the top six, could be relevant. But to be honest, I'm probably leaving him alone. You decide for yourself there. But I'd probably leave him alone and hopefully stays on the waiver wire there so you can pick him up as a streamer if need be. Third line is Trent Frederick, Charlie Coyle, and Craig Smith. Now Trent Frederick, not a lot of anything to talk about there. He's 24 years old, 60 games played, 8 goals, 10 assists for 18 points, threw 119 hits, 22 blocks, and 100 shots on goal. Really the 100 shot guys, 120 hit guys. You can find somebody that gets you a lot more than 18 points, so I'm, yeah, I'm leaving him alone, to be honest. Charlie Coyle, he's slated to play on the top power play unit and second PK unit. He's 30 years old, just like Hall. A lot less production, though. 82 games played, 16 goals, 28 assists for 44 points. So over a half point per game. 9 power play points, 84 hits, 39 blocks, and 131 shots on goal. Now, with his increased offensive production and the fact that he throws some hits, decent amount of shots, somebody I'm not drafting, but I'm going to keep on my back burner to stream on light nights, etc. Probably take DeBrusque ahead of him, but if DeBrusque is owned in the league, Coyle's a nice uh, fallback plan there. Craig Smith, he should be on the second power play unit. He's 32 years old. He played in 74 games last year, 16 goals, 20 assists for 36 points. Fair amount of that was he did sneak up to the top line for a little while, so keep that in mind if you're thinking about drafting him. Hopefully you don't draft him. Leave us as a streamer, to be honest. Four power play points, 95 hits, so nice. Hit total for a forward, 28 blocks and 187 shots on goal. It gets you a nice shot total there. Lastly, the fourth line, it's Nick Felino, Thomas Nosek, and Oscar Steen. Not a lot of value there, other than if you're in a banger league, they do throw the body around, especially Felino. He's 34 years old, 64 games played, 2 goals, 11 assists for 13 points, so not getting many much offense there. He did get one power play point. Not quite sure how that happened, but he got one last year. 164 hits, so he definitely throws the body around. That's the only thing that's really relevant with him. 31 blocks, only 99 shots on goal. Nosek is a great player to have on your hockey team, on your fantasy hockey team. Leave him alone. He should be on the first PK, 29 years old. 75 games played, 3 goals, 14 assists for 17 points. Through 85 hits, 34 blocks, 84 shots on goal. He's just a minute killer for you. He'll give you good minutes if you're on the ice. But fantasy-wise, yeah, don't, don't touch him, fantasy owners. And lastly, Oscar Steen, 24 years old. Only got into 20 games last year. Two goals, four assists for six points. So obviously not going to draft him. But do monitor him. He's a young guy. 32 hits. Eight blocks only, 25 shots on goal. 
do hope you did enjoy today's episode. If you're watching on YouTube, remember to hit like, hit subscribe, remember that notification bell. If you're uh, listening via podcast, remember to follow, hit a heart, depending what uh, podcast uh, stream you're listening through there, as we'll be covering all 32 teams before we get into our who to draft, draft mistakes, sleepers, etc. And enjoy the rest of the fantasy offseason and good luck in your upcoming drafts there, fantasy owners.